Hey there, it's me, your therapist. I want you to know that this is a safe space for all humans to explore your thoughts, your feelings, your entire life without judgment. These conversations can be tough, they can be tricky, but they can also set you free. So please come as you are and bring everything to the table. Your brokenness, your failures, your successes, anything and everything, because all of it is so welcome here. I'm your host and your therapist, Amanda Murphy, and I am so glad you're here today. Hi, everybody. Today we have a episode that kind of is coming at you last minute. And what I mean by that is I have so many things that I want to chat about, but uh, with Valentine's Day being tomorrow, I figured this one was the best one to talk about because during this, um, we'll call it a holiday, but I honestly think Valentine's Day is a bit cheesy, kind of hogwash, kind of not my my jam. And it's not because I'm like anti-love, anti-showing affection, anti-hyping people up. Um, if you're interested, I personally am just not a huge, huge fan of Valentine's Day because I think it's like a forced day to show people that we care when that's something we should be doing the other 364 days of the year. We don't need to wait. We shouldn't wait for a day to... Um, you know, buy flowers or buy a gift or cook a fancy dinner or take uh, a date night, whatever the case may be. Um, But also I can see the flip side and the reverse saying, well, yeah, you can do that 364 days of the year, but on this one day, we're going to go a little extra or it's just another day that we can do that. It's another excuse to have fun, which I'm always here for that too. So um, I definitely can see both ways. But during this time uh, with Valentine's Day, Um, I feel like it's very easy for those who are single, not in a relationship, whether it's been a while since they haven't been in a relationship or whether they're recently single, whatever the case may be, you can just start to feel a little, mm, little, little, mm -mm, whatever, fill in the blank, but just not so joyous about this holiday season. And I just wanted to take some time to talk about not only relationships in the romantic sense, but also relationships in the platonic sense, meaning friendships, and then also maybe our relationships with our family members even. But specifically, I wanted to talk about um, friendships and romantic relationships and being that your people are out there. I know that it's very easy to sometimes feel like you're alone or that, you know, like why aren't people choosing me or where is my, you know, the love of my life? Where's my life partner? Like when, like how long, where's my friend group? Where is my girl gang? Where is my whatever? And there's so many dynamics to relationships, to friendships that, It's just kind of wonky a lot of the times. And, you know, the reason I feel like this is a great conversation is it's something that I actually thought of the, not I guess not thought of, but came to me uh, a couple weeks ago um, when I felt a certain somebody um, 
you know, kind of coming back to the, well, why aren't they choosing me? And it was a situation where I sort of began to feel left out um, in a situation and was kind of getting down upon myself, you know, seeing other people get together and do something. But, hey, I didn't get that invite. Um, And it's so easy to look from the outside perspective on the inside of somebody else's world and feel that way right like well why am I not getting the invite into their circle into their world but we never stop and ask ourselves the cliche question of well do I even want to be a part of their circle do I even want to be invited if they invited me would I even want to go and for what reasons would I want to go for what reasons may I not want to go we don't stop and think about that and The truth is, and I know this is something that you probably have heard and something you may have heard in different ways, so maybe you've not heard it put to you in this way, but it's better to be alone or to be, which I don't believe you're ever truly alone, but that's a whole other little segue, but it's better to be by yourself or to have a smaller circle or less connections that are super deep, super rich, super nutrient dense, right? Like let's look at our relationships, how we would want to look at the food choices that we put into our body. We want more nutrient dense food going into our body for optimal health. Well, in order for our relationships, whether they're romantic or platonic and their friendships, whatever, in order for them to be healthy, they need to be nutrient dense. And so it's better to have fewer nutrient dense, nutrient rich relationships and friendships than a bunch of junky, not so nutrient dense, superficial ones, right? And sometimes that's really hard because it's just for some reason as humans, we are hardwired and we are defaulted to see the glass half empty, to see the negatives, to see the not so good. It's it's easier for us to notice what makes us uncomfortable rather than what really lights us up. Um, and it, we can change that. We can reverse that. We can, through human behavior, through habit training, we can train ourselves to see the positives, see the glass half full, and to really find the joy, the sparks of energy and happiness in our day-to-day life easily almost without effort but it's obviously going to take a lot of effort to get there and to retrain it but it's totally possible but where this applies in our relationships and in our friendships is the same it's even we can off the bat right now you can probably name at least a couple of really really great friends that you have in your life that you have had them for a while or maybe you maybe they're newer but you just know they're really deep they're really rich and they're really great and you can have them but in moments where maybe it's valentine's day maybe it's a different time throughout the year but you have these moments where you just feel like well, why didn't they choose me? And you're feeling left out. And for some reason, in those moments, it's like we can only focus on what we perceive we are lacking, what we perceive that we are not getting, what we don't have, what makes us uncomfortable, rather than all of the things that truly make us happy that we do have the things the friendships the relationships that we truly truly do have and that we really do truly value so I want to expand on this and this whole 
relationship slash friendships conversation. And I mean, we're going to be focusing more on our friendships. Um, I would say more than relationships, which seems a little funny, but I feel like we forget that we should be nourishing and treating our friendships the same way that we would treat our romantic partners and our relationship with them and vice versa. So some of the things that we would do in our romantic relationships, we also need to carry over into our friendships because even though they're not exactly the same, um, they're all relationships that we value in our lives. And we obviously we, I think we all would, uh, agree that we want solid, healthy, beautiful, nutrient dense relationships with our romantic partners and our friends alike. So really mirroring how we approach our relationships and having the love and the nurturing and the the space for differences and for growth and for compromise and for all of those things, the long, long, long list of things, I think we need to treat them very much the same. But I feel like as humans and um, as specifically as female identifying humans, I feel like we get really wrapped up in what we perceive to be the lack of great quality friendships and feeling really out of place and alone sometimes. And so I really want to focus on the non-romantic, the platonic type friendships right now. Um, And so I have to say, I've been in this same boat as anybody else. Like I, regardless of what education, what training, what credentials we hold, we are all still very much human. And so we are not exempt or um, safeguarded from experiencing any of these things that our clients experience. So I am human very much so, just like the rest of you. And so when we have these conversations, I usually am speaking from a place of personal experience and things that I've learned through my own personal experience, but working with clients as well. So, um, and my education. So it's kind of calling upon a little triangle of things, but just know that I'm still very much human too. And these things that we talk about and what we're going to talk about today are, are very real for me. And I have felt these things, um, in the past, in the long past, in the recent past, all throughout my life, um, from time to time. So, it's definitely personal, and I am also speaking to me when I speak with you guys and to you guys. So uh, just keep that in mind. But um, when you are having moments and you're feeling like, you know, you don't have the friendships that you feel like you want, or maybe you have a couple, but you're really looking for more. Um, for me personally, like I've moved from Ohio to North Carolina a couple years ago, and I have left some really great friends back in Ohio. One of my best, best, bestest friends is still back in Ohio, and then one of my other amazing best friends who I would not be able to live without, actually, we met in Ohio, and she moved back to her home state of Kentucky, and I live in North Carolina, so even if I was still in Ohio, we would not be um, you know, near each other, but our friendship is so strong and I love her to pieces. I love, um, all of my friends back in Ohio to pieces, but here I am in North Carolina, right? And of course we're never replacing friends, but 
it, I would be completely lying to you if I said that I did not want friends here in the state of North Carolina that I feel are as nutrient dense and as amazing and as wonderful as the relationship and friendship that I have with my best friend in Kentucky and my best friend in Ohio. So um, yeah, I mean, that's only human nature, right? Like long distance gal pals are great, but I want some local gal pals as well. So You know, the last couple years has really been a navigation of meeting people because we all know nowadays too, even without this crazy pandemic, meeting people, whether that's romantic partners or friends, it's a whirlwind. And then we add this pandemic the last couple years into the mix and that makes it all the more challenging. So in a way, thank goodness for social media, thank goodness for the internet and these dating apps because... They're just a really wonderful way to make some really great connections. Now, I'm sure you're all thinking, yeah, right. Like, I have met some crazies on there. Um, And yes, I have also as well. But if you have faith and you keep giving it, um, you know, a chance. And I feel like when we really know what we want and what we're looking for, it's easier to weed out, Um, you know, when we come across somebody that might not be the fit, whether it's a friend or a romantic partner, um, and maybe we can do a whole other episode on that, but that just gave me an idea with that little hesitation I had there. But uh, yes, and if you're unfamiliar, a little sidebar is Bumble is a great app. I mean, I'm sure by now just about everybody has heard of Bumble, but you can, um, there's three different parts to Bumble. Bumble Business, Bumble BFF, and Bumble Date. So you really, no matter what you're looking for, it's a great little tool that I have used. Um, I've actually met my significant other on Bumble and I've actually made quite a few friends on Bumble recently. So it's really great. It's really fun to just chat. Um, You know, it's not, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, it doesn't, you don't have to make a huge commitment up front. You know, you're just, you're chatting, you're just getting to know somebody, feeling it out. And of course that's very different than something in person, but it is still a great way to connect and to make those connections that you might not have otherwise. So if you've not heard of Bumble, now you have, you can download it on your iPhone. It's free. You do not have to pay for anything um, or your Android, whatever your phone is. Um, then if you have heard of Bumble, but you haven't tried it and you're kind of hesitant, this is your little nudge to give it a shot um, and all the like in between. So that was a little sidebar. So getting back to this time period in our life where maybe you're having a period where you just feel that you don't have the quality of friendships in your life right now that you truly want. Um, you know, maybe it's just the, there's the lack of connections or maybe you have a couple connections, but you feel that they're not as rich and as nutrient dense and you guys don't have that mesh and that connection that you're looking for. Um, so there could be very different situations here. But regardless, when you feel those unwanted emotions about your friendships, about your connections and your relationships, one thing I want you to focus on is not grasping for new connections or grasping at mending or fixing or changing a connection that you currently have. I want to encourage you to focus on showing up as the type of friend that you would want to be and that you would want to have in your life. So 
when we focus instead on how we are showing up in our friendships, we are going to really raise the bar, raise that vibration of who we are and who we are in a friendship. We are going to raise that standard, so to say. And so other people around us, those connections that we already have, or people that we may be making connections with in the immediate future, we are going to reflect who we are, number one, and who we want to have as a type of friend, what kind of friendship we are looking for. So that way, when you are stepping into that energy, you're going to attract that same energy. And also, when you focus on being the type of person, the type of friend that you want, you can feel really good in knowing that regardless of what happens with the other person, whether it's a new connection that just didn't happen or whether it's a a current like connection that just kind of fizzles out or it's in a rocky spot or you're not really sure what to make of it, Well, if you're showing up as the friend you want to be to that person, but also the type of friend and modeling the friendship behaviors that you expect to get in return, to get in that relationship, and if that connection doesn't happen, well, then you know that that wasn't probably going to work out ever because they weren't going to be the type of friend that you would want anyways, And that's okay. Like that doesn't make the other person a bad person. It doesn't make you wrong or like you have too high of expectations because I don't think that that's, there's very few instances I think where we can have too high of expectations or standards or that are, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Or like we're just having too many check boxes, especially when it comes to boundaries and how we expect to be treated. So That's what I want you to focus on, number one. Um, And and ask yourself, am I showing up as the friend, as the person, and modeling the behaviors in the friendship that I would want to have in return? And if the answer is yes, then okay. You have done more than enough. You've done it all, and you do not have to do any more. And if the connection just doesn't happen after that, then okay. It just wasn't meant to be. And then I want to ask you to ask yourselves, and this kind of goes hand in hand, but if you have, say you're somebody who's in that boat where you have a couple like acquaintance type connections, you know, they're just kind of surface level connections. Maybe they're coworkers, maybe they're people you've just met through other people and you've only like hung out a couple times, uh, maybe connected on social media, but you haven't really have a deep connection. Um, I want you to ask yourself, like, are those individuals reciprocating a connection with you? Are they reciprocating with behaviors and friendships that you would want to have in a friend? Or are they just kind of like, "Mm, seeming very disinterested? And okay, so what I mean, really, when I say this is, Everybody has their own ways of being friends and there's no right or wrong way. Like some people really just want, you know, someone they can call up out of the blue every once in a great while and go out for drinks or get together and pick up where they left off. And then, you know what, 
we're going to go about our business and we're probably not going to chat for a couple weeks and that's okay. If that doesn't work for you and you want someone that maybe you can text with and you can chat and you can meet up, you know, maybe once a week or, you know, maybe you make like taco Tuesday nights, your girl's night, whatever the case may be, you know, you're just looking for a little bit more. Everybody has their own idea of what they want in a friend and there's no right or wrong. And we all will probably have different types of friends in our lives. That's another little sidebar we'll get to. But just stop and ask yourself, is this person reciprocating behaviors in a friendship and qualities in a friend and in a friendship that I really want? Stop asking, why are they not choosing me? Like there's something wrong with you because there isn't. And ask yourself, is this even a connection, a friendship, a person that I would want a friendship with? Am I wanting to pour my energy into this relationship to begin with? Because I bet you the answer would probably surprise you. And yeah, oddly enough, as humans, we are very afraid of being disliked. And that is a whole nother topic in and of itself. But we are afraid of being disliked a lot of the times. And even I don't care who you are. I don't care how confident you are how you how confident you say you are how confident you appear most of the time or how confident you truly truly are even the most confident person in the world doesn't like to be disliked they still have this part of them that goes oh when they find out that someone's just not into them or someone that just doesn't seem to be interested in them um, and not necessarily in a romantic sense at all, but just in like a business sense. Like maybe it's a someone at work that you just doesn't seem to really jive with you or, you know, a new friend that you meet through a friend and they just don't really seem to click with you. And like, you know, sometimes no matter how confident you are, that just kind of ruffles feathers. And that's a very human thing. Very, very human. So, which really sucks, but it is. Okay, so another aspect, another thing that I want you to keep in mind about friendships and This whole subject is that all people in your life are there for different reasons. And no two friendships, relationships, acquaintances, whatever it is, are going to be alike. And they all have different meanings. So what I mean more about that is that, let's use my friend for example that's back in Ohio with my best friend back in Kentucky. They're two of my really close friends, like my closest gal pals and the longest best relationships with friends I have ever had. And that's not to say that I will not have them in more in the future. But even though those are really great, really deep connections, they're different, you know? And like my friendship with my Ohio gal pal and then my Kentucky gal pal bring different things to the table. They're great human beings, fabulous women, kicking ass at life, but our friendships bring different things to the table for me. Just like people that I've met here in North Carolina. They are going to bring different things to the table for you. And not every friendship is meant to be the exact same. And I think sometimes we get caught up in that. Like if we have that really, really great friendship that we just love, it's so nutrient dense, the connection is great, the friendship is vibing, the energy is great, the whole nine yards, we sometimes expect unknowingly 
that we want to find the same kind of connection in other friendships going forward and other connections going forward. And that's not the case. And if some friendship or connection comes about and it's not exactly like, or maybe it's not even close, closely like uh, a really great connection you have with someone else or in the past, that doesn't mean it's wrong. That doesn't mean there's something wrong with it. It just means that friendship is different. And you have to ask yourself, is the friendship still healthy? And is the friendship still meaningful to you? Does it still add value to your life? And if the answers are yes, then okay, great. Then that's a great connection and a great friendship. And it might just be different than other ones. And that's a-okay. Now, if you were to ask yourself this connection, mm, no, maybe it isn't very healthy. Or no, I don't feel... Like I'm gaining any passion or meaning from it and it's kind of more of an, a drain on my energy or I don't really feel great when I'm around this person or I don't feel like this person really is supportive or they, um, you know, whatever the case may be. If you find yourself feeling some uncomfortable or negative emotions around it, then maybe that's a sign that the relationship, that friendship, that connection isn't very healthy and isn't the type of connection or friendship that you're looking for and that you want. So it's time to kind of evaluate what you, what you really want to do with that. Which kind of brings us to our next topic is that sometimes it's best for us to let connections go. Let them fizzle out. And so if you are finding yourself having uh, an acquaintance, a connection, a friendship, wherever that is, in your life, whatever type of, whatever that looks like, but you find that it's not really bringing meaning to you. It's not really bringing um, passion or energy or excitement or support or anything in a friendship that you really want, then it's kind of time to let it go. And it doesn't take any dramatic grand gesture. You don't have to announce it like a breakup. Um, You know, that's, I guess, one of the beautiful things about friendships right versus platonic I'm sorry not platonic versus romantic relationships when we look at our friendships compared to our romantic relationships you know if we're going to end a romantic relationship with our significant other usually we have to say something you know we can't just wake up one day and just say you know what? I'm gonna step back and expect the other person to get the hint and um you know it, it's not gonna be all gravy that way so we do have to kind of have that conversation and it's hard and it's tricky and it's a whole other thing but with friends with connections you know we kind of don't have to have always that really grand gesture that conversation that breaking point that abrupt end in the connection because just because maybe you don't find value the way that you're looking for in that connection or that friendship doesn't mean you even have to end it You know, they can hold, you can hold space for that friendship and that connection in your life in a certain way. And you can still take a step, step back from it too, to allow it to have a healthy place in your life. Right? I'm going to give a minute and and kind of marinate on that because I want to make sure that it really is coming out clear what I mean. So with our platonic, our friendship connections, regardless of what they look like, Sometimes you can have them at a distance and have space for them in your life, but they're not going to be up close and center, if that makes sense. Okay, so let's use like 
the planets for uh, example sake. And I'm not really good with them. Like I couldn't tell you what real order they're in from the sun versus the moon. And then, you know, like Pluto, Ver Venus, Mercury, Mars, whatever. I know Pluto's like the last one all the way out there. So I don't know the, um, I don't, I don't know the exact order. Let's just say that. But let's imagine you're the sun. Okay. And your greatest, greatest, greatest relationships and your friendships that really just bring the most value, the most bang for its buck, so to say, um, you just love, like say we're talking about my greatest best friends in Kentucky and Ohio. They're going to be the, the planets that are the closest to the sun, closest to me. Um, now maybe these connections that we're talking about that don't bring you the most value, they're not, they're not the healthiest maybe, or they're just kind of like, you know what? Like, I really like this person, but we just don't drive that, that well. We're more of an acquaintance or whatever it is. Or maybe you were really close and now you're like, you know, we've grown, we've changed. So we just don't mesh the same way. And I think I need to have some space between us. I just want to back off. You can still hold space for that friendship and that connection. You don't just have to dump that person, cut them off, never talk to them again. But you're not going to keep them as close to you, as close to the sun as, say, Earth is. You're going to... Maybe put them in a spot where like Pluto is or whatever the planets are between Earth and Pluto. Whoop, I dropped my pen. Between Earth and Pluto. Sidebar, if you ever imagine me talking when I'm recording these podcast episodes, I'm very talkative with my hands. So things are always going fine. Um, but yeah, so you're keeping these, these type of acquaintances back further from you, from the sun, like Pluto is. They still have space in the solar system. They still have space and a place in your life, but they're just not as close to you. Now, that isn't to say that there are some instances, some connections, some relationships, some times where you do have to cut them off cold turkey, whether it's just deleting them from all social media and cutting all ties and, you know, having that conversation where, look, like I'm sending you the best, wishing you the best, but we can no longer, you know, have space for each other in our lives or whatever the case may be. And, and that I would feel like is really an extreme case scenarios. Like I, I personally can't even think of my 30 years of existing that I've had a friendship where, I've had to have that type of conversation. Um, I've had plenty of connections and friendships kind of fizzle out where, you know, they took that space like like I'm placing them in the Pluto situation. And over time, naturally, we just, we both acknowledge that the connection's not really there. And so we move on with our lives happily and willfully. And so there's so many different ways that we can navigate friendships, right? Okay, so um, another little things that we want to talk about before this episode gets too, too crazily long is... When you start to feel like, why aren't people choosing me? If you get caught up in that, that mindset where you see maybe someone that you thought you would have had a good connection with and it doesn't seem like they're thinking that the connection's there and they're not reciprocating it and they're off with other people or maybe you just feel like you have no connections going on in your life right now to build upon and you're like, well, why is nobody choosing me and you know where are my people where's my tribe where are the gal pals my platonic friendships because maybe maybe being friends with some some males out there is your is your jam and you know no harm to that but where are your people right like where's your tribe well I want you to stop and instead of asking why are they not choosing me I want you to ask yourself would you choose you and it kind of goes hand in hand with focusing on the type of friend and the person you want to be and showing up as a person, as a friend that you want in relationships and reciprocated to you. But 
I want you to ask yourself, would you choose you? And the answer is going to be yes. It really is. Because you know that you have a lot to offer to a friend. And, you know, we're not going to be liked by everybody. If we're being completely honest, we don't like everybody. Think of all the times you've met people, whether at work parties, get-togethers, friends have events, baby showers, birthday parties, whatever. You meet friends of friends of friends, whichever. You meet, you know, your romantic relationship. There, Your partner has friends who have partners and you meet them and whatever. You meet people and you're like, I don't really jive with this person. I don't know if I really like this person that much. Um, you can respect people and not like them, but you're not going to like everybody. That's just bottom line. Like you are not going to like everybody. So why do we expect everybody should like you? And why would you want everybody to like you? Because that means you would be bending to be liked by everybody, right? And that's the problem. If we try to be liked by everybody, you know, if you're someone who's more of a people pleaser and you're you're trying to have all those connections and foster them and grow them and, and whatnot, you're going to have to get to a point where you change or you bend or you fold so that you can fit into their mold of what they want for a friend and, and energy that jives with them, right? You aren't going to stay true to yourself 100%. You can't. You just can't stay true to yourself 100% and show up authentically if you're trying to be liked by everybody. The two cannot coexist. They just can't. So think about that. If I'm trying to build these connections with everybody and if I feel like I have to bend in order to get that person to like me and to have a better connection and to get them to reciprocate, What are you doing and giving up and how are you changing who you are in order to get that? And I guarantee you that's not worth it. That's not a good friendship if you have to do that. And I'm sure they're not asking you to do that. Most people will not ask you to do that. But if somebody is asking you to do that, then you need to run for the hills. That's a major like 10 red flags in a friendship and you do need to cut them off abruptly. But... Most people aren't going to ask you to do that. And you might find yourself unconsciously. And and it could be as subtle as, you know, someone's talking about something and you have a strong opinion about it that maybe is different um, than theirs. And something they're saying, let's just look at like a political or like a racial aspect. And, And of course, like politics and racism doesn't necessarily have to have a place in a friendship. But truth be told, like, I think knowing... Where your friend stands on some things like that is important, just like in a romantic relationship. Even if you agree to disagree in the end, that's okay. But I think just knowing the person is just, there's a lot of value to that. So, you know, but let's just say like they have a view that is just very different than yours. And you don't say anything. And it's not that you outwardly agreed, but you didn't show that you kind of disagree. You know, just to kind of play it safe. Or more so, someone does something that you think is kind of offensive to somebody else or disrespectful and you don't say anything. Or you just kind of even go along with it in order to be liked, you know, so that you're not rocking the boat and they're not like disliking you. And you might not even realize you did it until maybe later. Um, But yeah, I think we can probably find there's subtle things that we're just doing to kind of be a part of the group or to be part of the 
that person's inner circle to be liked by that person and it's not really what you even want you're not happy when you're there you're not jiving with everything that's going on and I don't know I think sometimes our our desire for connections and friends are just so strong that we do things and we put ourselves in situations and we go to things and we join in when we really didn't want to or really not having fun just for the sake of saying that we were there the fear of missing out FOMO is a big thing so yeah there is so 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 many things that we can unpack and continue to talk about um on this topic like this one conversation i think has a million and one subcategories that we could talk about and expand on but we would be here forever so so i will jot those down and we will save those for another day but until then i hope that you beautiful lovely powerful strong creatures have a wonderful, wonderful Valentine's Day, whether you were single and or whether you're booed up and you have a significant other, whether you guys are just staying in, whether you're going out, whether you're going out with, the, with your friends, whether whatever you're doing. I just hope that you have a magical day. And regardless of whatever Valentine's Day is supposed to be, I like to view it as a day where you get to love yourself. So wake up tomorrow. Well, I guess now would be today, February 14th. Hug yourself. Find great things that you love about yourself, at least three, jot them down, say them out loud, and just love on yourself a little extra today. Give yourself a little hug, extra grace, care, compassion, the whole nine yards. I love you. I hope you love yourself because you should. You're fucking awesome. And until next time, loves. <laughs>